Hello, Craig. This time, you know what I have not done since we've come back is I got to say, hi, everyone. This is Podcast versus Everyone, episode 197. <laughs> we are professionals. My name, my, my name is Craig Powers, and with me, as usual, is Jeff Neusser. Um, Jeff, yeah, we usually start with football or basketball, men's basketball. Um, not this week. But not this week. I uh, The... The WSU volleyball team had about as good a week as any program has ever had um, yeah. at, at WSU. Uh, going down to Texas and playing uh, number 18 Baylor and number 6 Texas, who also happens to be the uh, defending NCAA champions, um, and beating them both in four sets and two over the span of three nights. Um, just an incredible feat. Uh, and that's on the backs, uh, on the back of, of beating number eight BYU at home. So you're looking at three consecutive big 12 wins. And as Pat, uh, Chun, um, (laughs) tweeted, we, we won the big 12. Now, now it's trying to move on to to the PAC 12 play, but what a, what a week. And now that has them ranked seventh, uh, which is, uh, the uh, best ranking since, uh, as Jen said herself on Twitter, because uh, she was on the team, um, yes. is since uh, 1996 when they uh, ranked number five. And I believe that's the year they went to the Elite Eight with Sarah Silvanale. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, one of the best volleyball teams right now. And we knew they were going to be good. But, wow, just to come out and get wins like this over back to back to back. Like, it, it's just amazing. Like, it's just so fucking cool. It is. And it's like, it's it's fairly remarkable that all of this is is sort of happening, um, you know, in this moment, right? Which we'll talk about, you know, it's going to be an inevitable part of the conversation when we start talking about Oregon State. But, you know, it's especially poignant. Right now, I was listening to Pat Chun on, uh, he was on the Kenzano and Wilner podcast, and I was listening to it this morning, and he mentioned that we are one of three schools in the nation who are ranked in football, volleyball, and soccer, women's soccer. Um, so that's like, that's a pretty, <laughs> that's a pretty uh, uh, significant, you know, endorsement of where our you know, athletic programs are, and, you know, we've been singing the praises of Jen Greeny, you know, for years. I mean, what she has done, what she has built here. I mean, she, she, 
I'm going to assume she would be successful anywhere that she would be. But the fact that she's a Coog gets what it means to be a Coog. And also her husband, who's, you know, a Coog and, you know, former baseball player himself here, um, you know, they understand it. So I, I, I kind of like to think that that's part of the secret sauce with them um, in terms of, you know, identifying players, bringing in recruits, uh, you know, finding people who are good fits, you know, for Washington State University, because it really is, um, you know, a special place with with a special attitude, a special culture, all of those things. And, you know, she has captured something here that, you know, like like you mentioned, hasn't been done since her coach, Cindy Frederick was here. And that was when I was in school. So Jen and I are, we might not be exactly the same age, but we're, we're pretty close, if not exactly the same. Um, and so yeah, I think she it, was a, I think she was a freshman at Wazoo in 95. Yeah. That's when I was a freshman. So yeah. that's, <laughs> so we might be exactly the same age. Um, which of course makes me feel so old all the time. Um, but it's, you know, they had something special going at that time. Sarah Silvernail, Sarah Silvernail, of course, was a huge star, right? Like, I mean, she was, you know, big hitter. She was um, on the, you know, the national stage in terms of, you know, Team USA, things like that. Um, and then, you know, and they were they were very good for that time. But, you know, now it's kind of like, man, you look at this team and they just they just seem to have kind of stars everywhere. Um and I remember saying to you, and I, I may have mentioned this on the podcast, but like I, when the preseason volleyball ranking came out and they were picked second in the pack 12, I was sort of like, wait, what? Like I was taken aback, um, you know, cause I hadn't followed them that close. And then you were like, well, they have like everyone back, <laughs> you know, from a team, uh, that was, that was really, really good. And they are, you know, sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. It, it's obviously working right now. They are, they are doing things that. You know, I mean, they, they appear to be able to line up toe to toe with anybody in the nation and not just hold their own, but win. it's not an, ex I mean, you sent this to me and you were like, we have a national championship contender. And I'm like, I don't think that's an exaggeration right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, when, when you're beating national champions, like when, when you're, when you're beating top 10 on, teams at their on the place. road. And and in four sets and and uh, really shutting down them, shutting them down uh, on the attack, like just the 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 defense of this team with, with led led by Magda is just and she won Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Week is incredible. Yeah, like it, it's it's um you they're they're holding they're holding teams under uh you know uh two hundred hitting percentages, which is you can kind of. Uh, as I've been told, you can kind of ascribe that to baseball uh, batting averages. So it, yeah, like they're just uh, they're making it really hard for teams to win on the attack. Um, so that the teams, the only way they could beat the only way uh, Texas jumped out on them, the only way uh, uh, BYU jumped out on them in these first sets was through service. So either WSU was service errors or or Texas was landing a lot of aces. And that's the only way that teams are able to, uh, you know, consistently score on WSU. And, and then not to mention their own attack is very good. Um, uh, it, it's just, it, it's it's so impressive um, to watch. It's fun to watch. They just make it so, life so difficult for other teams. And, and 
and it's it's just really cool and yeah like they're a national title like I, after you know, I, I tweeted that after after they beat Texas like this is a national title we, we like legit have a national title contending team like in the in our last year of relevance apparently you know and, and last year like, of power and five. not like a plucky this is not a plucky contender right this yeah, is not, they're a fucking they're a powerhouse like they, they this have is not our big this is not our strong, soccer team going yeah like this is not yeah. our soccer team going to the the college cup on a you know a, a cinderella run which you know i mean we knew they had been good but like you know they have always struggled at times to to keep up with you know the really talented athletic teams in the pack 12 and that may change this year, but, but this volleyball team, they are like, I, like, I'm not sure we've seen anything like this since like the 97 football team. Like, I think maybe that's the best analog to what's happening right now where they are just like, like they literally can go toe to toe with anyone that 97 football team that went to the 98 Rose bowl, same deal. You know, they just, they had tons of experience. They all sort of gelled. They had lots and lots and lots of seniors. And obviously the, um, you know, the, the COVID development changed the equation just a little bit for a school like Wazoo, but you know, it yeah, is super is seniors, super seniors. Right. Um, but, but this is a lot like that, you know, it's just, you, you, you keep them around, you develop them, um, and they gel at just the right time. And they're able to, you know, really, really, truly, go toe to toe with anybody. I mean, anybody who was around in 97 who watched that team knows, I mean, they were not overwhelmed athletically really by anybody. Um, maybe a couple of positions like wide receiver cornerback matchups in the Rose bowl were tough with Michigan, but, um, but the other, like, it wasn't like they were completely outgunned. You know, we had a freaking Heisman trophy finalist quarterback, like, you know, number one draft, number, number one, number two draft pick, right? Like, so anyway, it's, this is, to me, reminds me of that. And we, I, I don't think we should be afraid to dream big with this team. And I think we should, um, I think fans out there should, should get on board as their time allows with, you know, following the team. Cause a lot of their matches are available. All their matches are available somewhere, whether that's, you know, streaming on the school website or PAC 12 networks, but you know, they're around and it's, it's definitely, they are exciting. They are fun. The funny thing is one of the matches I actually tried to watch was the Texas match. And I couldn't, cause apparently I found out I do not get Longhorn network. <laughs> it's like crap. Like I have, I have every ESPN subscription. I have the ESPN plus I've got all in. And, and apparently that does not include my YouTube TV subscription did not include a uh, Longhorn network. So I, I didn't get to watch that, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch as many as I can. Yeah, and and I, you know, a, a big part of of the offense too has been, uh, I, and I sorry if I mispronounce her name, but Argentina Ung, like she, like uh, she's risen as you know the lead setter starting last year, and but she's she's you know six foot and she finishes plays herself at times. She she can kill uh, she, she she can kill on her own at times, and she's just so talented. Um, it, the, I've, uh, watching them play against BYU, I saw her, uh, just save, like get, make something out of nothing to set up an attack. Like it, she's so, so talented. And then you have, of course, Pia, who is, who is so, uh, versatile and, and can play everywhere and do anything. 
and 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 among so many players and and it's just they're they're so fun to watch and they're they're so they're obviously well coached and they they're just uh they they're just so confident right now and they have so many goddamn seniors like you look at their roster like Jen's gonna got some work recruiting to do because it, like it's always happens yes. but like it's even yes. worse now they have they have a they have a fifth year senior they have fifth year senior senior graduate uh um senior fifth year senior junior fifth year senior fifth year senior senior freshman fifth year redshirt senior <laughs> senior freshman redshirt yep. junior graduate yeah that's the roster you got two freshmen the rest are in their third fourth yeah. fifth years like yep. like it's 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 uh they are yep. i mean they look it too they look like adults like they're adults yes. when they're on that yes. when they're playing and yep. they're playing like and it's so cool like to a team that's right you know to have a team this year ranked seventh like and and, and like you said it, with all that's going on and and the and the, and the way that the the uh Finally, and I and I know Jen always hopes for more of this, uh, more promotion of of their team, but they're finally, you know, the WSU comms is is really stepping up to be to just the constant middle finger of like, yeah, like like today they released a video that said like if you disre- disrespect a, or like uh, disrespect us at your own risk, and like it just so you know mentioned that you know the three teams ranked and. And, you know, you know, it finished with volleyball rank number seven and and just, to, you know, we it, it's always something to pay attention to when there's a top 10 team at Wazoo because it just doesn't happen very often. Like, yeah. it, you know, we, we had the football team finish at number 10 a few years back. I, I, I think the volleyball team got it in the top 10 in like 2016. Uh, the basketball team hasn't been in the top 10 since 2008. Yeah. Um, you know, the the. Uh, I I don't know if the soccer team's ever gotten in. I don't think they have, unless they they may have it had a, like a final poll. Well, you know, obviously they got to the final four. I don't so think we can so. Kind of call it that, but but Maybe. I don't. They've never been. They've never been in season a top ten team. I don't think. Um, and, and those are like the programs that would typically do this. You know, baseball hasn't been that you know even close to that in a long time. Um, they've they've been like ranked for you know on the on the periphery a few times but like it's just like and they're and they're, it's just that they're every bit of a top 10 team and this is not fluky they're they're not like watching t- they're taking out teams in front of them like like yep. they're seven and then uh texas and byu are nine and ten like so yeah. and and the exactly. only team they've it's, lost it's not to- like they're just waiting around and people are losing and so they keep moving up like like they are yeah. they are assassinating people yeah, the only team they've lost to is Louisville. I think is uh, third, second, or third right now. Um, yeah. So they, and they, they just, were fourth when we lost to them. Yeah, and so they're just um, yeah they're 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 on a roll, and uh, it would be really cool. They so they this weekend they start conference play, the last Pac-12 season with those fuckers from Seattle, and it just. You know, last time they played them, they obliterated them in three sets. And I'd love to see them do that again to start off this weekend. That's on Thursday night for anyone that's, you know, tailgaters, you know, people uh, bringing in their RVs. Head on over to Bowler yep. and pack that place for out. Sure. Uh, the new floor is beautiful. The, you know, the, the, the new student section is really cool. 
Um, it, it just creates, it's such a cool atmosphere now. It feels like the students are kind of like more on top of the play and, and like, yeah. it, it's, 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 it's really fun. And, and if you're, it, yeah, it, and I'm sure there'll be tickets cause it's Thursday night. Um, and so yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope people that are coming into town with their RVs on fr- on Thursday are, you know, once they get parked, once they get set up, head over to to Bowler because, oh, man, this is this is a really special team. I'm really glad I've gotten to see them play live this year, um, and I ho- hopefully I'll get to again. But like, it's just I, I'm so excited to see what they can do. You know, they were picked second in the conference, and we're like, wow, like that's how many WSU teams ever get picked second? <laughs> like, like that just rarely happens. Yeah, and, I mean, even know, even the year that I was re- referencing in football in '90s, and they were not picked second. <laughs> you know, they missed out on a bowl in the year before, and yep. they were picked. I don't know, sixth or seventh or something. Like it was, I can't remember now. It was a long time ago, but um, it, it definitely was not second. So, yeah, yeah that the, does not the, happen I, very I, often. Again, I think the. To, to go back to the team that got picked that highly again, I, I think it. You know, uh, soccer's been picked like fourth a few yeah. times. Uh, um, but I think uh, in you know, basketball, t- t- Tony Bennett, the Bennett team, maybe his third? second, his second team was third or second. It was, it was around. Yeah, there. it was maybe third. F- but they, they finished just had second such year ins- before, and then they, yes, they had yeah. such insane competition in the conference yeah. at that time between UCLA and Stanford. Um, that yeah, I think they may have been picked third that year. Not positive, but yeah, it's it, the point stands that this is so, so so so, you know, super rare. It's just super duper rare, um, and it should be enjoyed. It should be savored. It should be celebrated. Um, you know, Jen Greeny and her team deserve all of that. And I wish yeah. I was going to be in Pullman this weekend to be able to get there on Thursday to to go to the game because I would I would love to scream my face off. Um, because it really does feel all of this does feel have the feel of a revenge tour. Like, yeah, I know we know we sort of make jokes out of it, but I don't think it's a joke. Like, I, it's if you watch these teams play, the the vibes are very much like we are here to fuck people up. Well, like, the players are the players are taking it personal. Like you're telling yes. me. That yes, I, I, I am not a I am not a major conference, not a power yeah. five, power six uh, player anymore. You're telling yeah. I came to Wazoo to be a major conference player, and now yep. you're telling me that I'm not, and that you yep. can see it, you can hear it in the interviews. Like the players are like, "Fuck off!" Like we're we'll beat your ass, and we'll show you that we're major conference players. Like and 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 we talked about man, I hope someone could do a revenge tour. And honestly, there like there's several teams now looking like they can do that. Soccer's looking really good. Volleyball, obviously, like volleyball could fucking win the conference, like the way they've been playing. You know, yep. sta- you know, there's good good teams, but like that, who's like who's got the damn resume across the country that they have? Like you know, it's uh, it, going on the road and beating uh, national the, the national champions. Like it's just uh, yeah, like and I I love it. I the 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 eight the athletic department and their communications is definitely keeping that sentiment going and you know what like let let's all keep that sentiment going like you know what yep. like it it, it it maybe except for the football game this weekend is the one time we're going to be like feel some camaraderie some commiseration but everyone yeah, else that definitely fuck off. Be some conflicting <laughs> feelings there i i just love that like um it, it's funny you know obviously we are called podcast versus everyone 
uh, Craig came up with the name, whatever it was, like five years ago now, right? Like it was yeah. a lot of years ago at this point because Cougars versus everybody had been, you know, it'd been kind of a thing, right? Oh, Cougars, Cougs versus everybody. And it's like, oh, let's riff on that. We'll riff on that for the, for the podcast name, which is great. But like they have it, like it's become a thing now, right? Like it is in these things, like you can sort of manufacture these things, but for them to really, uh, to, to really stick, they've got to take on some kind of organic life of their own. And that's kind of what's happened. It, it, honestly, this sort of, this feels like a, like every, like you see things that are inflection points. You're like, Oh, that's good. That's going to stick. This is one of the things that feels like what, you know, when you and I are on our deathbeds at, you know, hopefully at like a ripe old age, it's still going to be Cougs versus everybody. You know, it just, it feels, this feels like a rallying cry now that's going to stick around. Um, reminds me of like when the first time they did back home and it was like, Oh, that's, that's good. That's really, really good. <laughs> you know, um, this kind of feels like that. Like it was like, yeah, Cougs versus everybody. Now it feels like, fuck you. Cougs versus everybody. We'll fuck you all up. You know, it's just like, well, that's and- how it feels now. And, and and to have a Jen leading, like, who is a Coog and has always had that mentality, yeah. um, you know, like, she's always had that, that Cougar, men, like, the mentality of a Coog and always had that Cougs versus everyone. I, you know, I, I know that even, like, she's been fighting for uh, resources and fighting um, to get recognized by the university yep. herself. And, um, and I, you know, that there was... Uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, there, there wasn't a photographer from WSU there to, to take pictures. And that was a, that was a AD decision, uh, this week. And so I, it's, uh, I, hopefully, you know, all the other, uh, trips, uh, WSU will, uh, make sure that they have people there to document what happens with this team. Cause it's very special and, and yeah. And, and just like, it's so fun. Like, you know, we talked about, you know, against BYU, when they won and, and, and Jen is jumping around with all the, you know, all the athletes, the, you know, the athletes that were watching the students that rushed onto the floor after they won. Um, yeah. Like she's, she's in it with all of us. She has the same exact feeling about this as all of us more than any of the other coaches can even understand. And, and yeah. to have her at the helm of this fucking program right now and, and killing it in this season is, is pretty special. And yeah, I, I, I just hope they can keep it going and, and, and I expect them to, cause they're a fucking juggernaut. Yeah, it's extremely fun and um like you put, like it, it couldn't happen to a more invested family between both her and Burdett. Like yeah. It's it, you oh, love yeah. seeing one of us, <laughs> it, you know, make it. Yeah. So. It's it's shout out to Burdett for putting the schedule together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, right? Holy shit, they they tested themselves and they're ten and yes, one. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Like they they had a right and those three in a row to have those three back to back and yeah. to go on that road trip yes. that'll be as tough as any conference road trip you have like let's go to texas let's play baylor and let's play texas and yeah that's like i mean like you said it'll be as tough as i, I don't know if there's a road trip in the pac-12 but, that's that tough but now because they did this they're setting themselves up to host ncaa tournament game yeah and that's oh, yeah. huge like, like they have the yeah. resume to do that now. If if they, yep. you know, if they go through conference play how they normally do, they're absolutely going to be a top four seed. They could be a top yep. two, top uh, number one seed. Any of this, they're definitely setting themselves up 
to host NCAA tournament games, which will be huge for Pullman, huge for Wazoo, um, yep. especially in this year again. And, yep. you know, and, and coming, you know, and then leading into like, you know, we got a, a women's basketball team that also could be that good. Um, you know, like it's and we, we you know, the who who knows, like even the, the soccer team could be good enough to, to they've hosted NCAA tournaments. So like to be hosting NCAA tournament games, very strong possibility of this and, and, and in volleyball and possibilities of it in other sports in a year where we're being told that we don't belong like is is uh is fucking great and you know just i i we're just going to keep saying it again but just thank you to the volleyball program to Jen and Burdette and, and all the players like for just providing with us with this joy right now cuz it has been so fucking awesome in a hard time and, and it rules yep. and that's why we led with fucking volleyball today because they just like they fucking we we probably should have been leading with them all season honestly like they've just been killing it and like and it's it's so great. Like, and, and I, and I hope all of you, uh, that I, I'm sure most of you that listen to us, uh, probably follow the volleyball team too, because we talk about it every week. Um, but I, I hope if you're not start paying attention, they're right in a conference play now. So they're going to have a ton of great matchups and they're playing UW. dub. And I know as Cougs, we all love watching a team crush UW, dub. And this is a team that could act- absolutely crush UW dub on Thursday. And, uh, they're definitely going to have that Cougs versus everybody mindset. And everybody, and everybody, especially you, Dub. Like especially you, yes. as usual. Especially. Like even more so this year. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I'm so hyped for this. Uh, I know you are too, Jeff. Uh, but yeah, are you? Can, oh, by the way, are you making it over for on Thursday night? No, no. Uh, okay. All right. Emma, Emma and I are driving over. We are going to make it over for the soccer game on okay. Friday, but uh, and that's yeah, a good like, stamp. Yeah. Yeah, only so many days you can uh, be with <laughs> children. I mean, I guess like you know, that, if you're trying, if you're trying to be a, like a good dad or something, you know. I don't know, I guess good husband, all that stuff. <laughs> that too. Yeah. That too. By yeah. the way, do you yeah. realize? Hold on, I'm looking at volleyball's schedule. Okay, so outside of getting swept, outside of getting swept by Louisville, which yeah, was the second going, yeah. second game of the season, second game of the yeah. season. Outside of getting swept by Louisville, they have dropped four games. Four sets. That's it. Or four sets. Sorry, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> four sets. That's it. Yeah. No, wait. Four. Or is it or is it three? Hold on. Is it three or four? It's four. It's, it's four. four. It's four. Yeah. They've dropped three sets in the in, in against BYU, Baylor, and Texas. They dropped three sets combined. Total. Total. Oh my god. And they were all the so the funny thing is. It was the first set every time. Yeah. Yep. Came out slow. First set. And then just sort of ran from it's incredible. Like it's so fucking incredible. Um, I love it. I love it. I want to hug Jen Greeny. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to hug yeah. Jen Greeny and be like, you fucking rule. And yeah, that's what I want to do. So Yes. Yes. I, I if if you know, if 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 I if I see Jen Greeny around this weekend. And she's having a drink. That drink will be on me, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, and also, oh, I'll be sure to tell her I want to hug her and tell her she fucking rules. Definitely do that. Yeah, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So Washington. By the way, if anybody wants to watch it, that game is on Pac-12 Network. So seven o'clock Thursday night against UW. Uh, Pac-12 Networks uh, looks like it's on. 
the big Pac-12 networks, I think. And probably also on Washington. When it yeah, says so net, probably, networks, probably both of those. Yeah. yeah. When it's net, when it says networks, it usually means they're simulcasting. Right. Um, That's what it looks like. Yeah. Because the following week, it's Pac-12 Arizona. Uh, and then against Oregon, so I'm Pac-12 Insider, which it's, it's, I only know about that, because that's a free channel on my Samsung TV. Yeah, and that also means uh, you can watch it. They just like stream it. They they, yes. they stream it when it's not. It's weird. The Oregon State one is they're not even being streamed. Which it, yes, be, that appears to weird. not be anywhere. Which you know what the fuck you do in Oregon State? Yeah, but come on. The rest of the rest of them all appear to be streaming somewhere. So or broadcast one or the other. So that's good. That's good. All right. And and uh, the eve of the Apple Cup is also yes. the volleyball Apple Cup. Again, yes. like as it was last year and is in Seattle. So that that could you know what? Like that could be a, a fun, you know, those of you that go into the football Apple Cup, check out, you know, invade Heckhead for the <laughs> uh, volleyball Apple Cup as well. I I'd rather go to the volleyball apple cup. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we. I think Craig. I think we're gonna do that. Yeah, I think we are. I think, I think I'm gonna bring the whole family. <laughs> Got the day off. Well, actually, I might not. It's 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 my wife's birthday. I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe not. I don't <laughs> maybe know. Maybe if she wants bring to go up. watch volleyball. Yeah, <laughs> let's get let's get everybody together. We'll take my whole family. We'll get Corey and Marnie and their family. You know, we'll get Adam and Janae. We'll all go up there. We'll get we'll get the Logans. We'll just get like twenty seats together, and we'll just oh, we'll just if we're getting the Logans, you know, we're gonna need like forty seats. Okay, we'll need like forty <laughs> seats. We'll need like forty seats, uh, and then we'll go up there and and be obnoxious. So yeah, yeah, because we're good at that. We we are good. At Absolutely, being obnoxious. we're very good at yeah. being obnoxious. Yes, um, love to throw the dubs down. For sure. Uh, yeah. So yeah, volleyball. Fuck yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. I guess I guess we could move on to the football team who yeah. uh, scored nine consecutive touchdowns on, <laughs> on Saturday and still and still, and still did still not drop, drop seventy. 70. <laughs> God damn it! So Fucking like we five we yards were, away from the- yeah, you and I. So we went up to we went up to the Mariners on Saturday night. So I actually watched like none of this game other than about five minutes while I was pumping gas. Like that was it. I listened to it. Um, I was going to watch it and then I just never got a chance to, to watch the replay. But um, yeah, like we were, we were definitely on drop 70 watch and it seemed, it seemed like it was inevitable that it was coming. And then, and then God damn it. <sighs> Emmett Brown, all five foot 10 of him had to get a ball batted up in the air and it had to get picked off at the five yard line to thwart any dreams we had of finally, finally dropping 70. God damn it. Yeah, that was uh, like, like you said to me, like it just shows how freaking hard it is. You know, because it they, is. They scored touchdowns on all but two drives. Yep. And, it, and it really what happened was Northern Colorado moved the ball more against, you know, like the third string defense in the second half, which was really bad. (laughs) Yeah, that was, they were not quite bad. Those guys are not quite ready. I don't know. Yeah. And so that, that took, there was, so WSU had 
seven possessions in the first half and scored touchdowns on all of them. Well, I guess they had eight, but one was a kneel down. But they had seven yes, real possessions. And and then and then they only had five in the second half. Because yep. it looked like, you know, they scored to get to 64 with like 14 minutes left. And it's like, yeah, well, they're at least the going to get they're at least going to get a couple more tries where they only had one yeah. real try because the yeah. last one, they were just running out the clock. They weren't really trying. Yeah. Um, and, and they were so close. Yeah. Ah, and it was I'm so funny. Here... Like, yeah. Like pe- people, we, we were at Flatstick watching it. And, it, you know, it was, yes. we were at Flatstick in Pioneer Square. There wasn't really a big Cougar contingent watching there. They usually, I think, watch, you know, you mentioned uh, South Lake Union. And then, you know, a lot of Cougs watch at Marco Polo. Uh, but there was a couple Cougs. And the, but the non Cougs must have been like, why are they freaking yeah, out? Yeah. Like it's like they had to be completely <laughs> baffled by our reactions. Like they're up by forty some points, <laughs> and these guys are like dying over an interception. <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah, and they I you know at that, that point I was a, yeah at that point I was a couple of drinks deep, so you know I started you know getting a little louder, and uh, you know I probably was getting some funny looks. Uh, you know, it was, but you know, like in all seriousness though, I mean, like what a fucking ridiculous performance, like Cam yeah. Ward throws for 300 and whatever yards in one in half of play one half, and makes it look, you know, basically from what I've seen from highlights makes it look insanely easy. Yeah. Um, it really was, you know, think, you know the average third I mean, with all three quarterbacks played three different quarterbacks played Yeah, and they average, they've, Threw for close to 500 yards and averaged almost 13 yards a pass. Yeah, with your back, I mean, with your backup and your third string playing half the game. The while we were watching the game, they put up a graphic on the scoreboard or on the on the broadcast that said, you know, sort of largest margins of victory in WSU history, and one of them was a game I was in attendance for. We've already talked about. The '97 team that was one of them. They played uh, Southeast Louisiana. That year won seventy seven to seven, so they legitimately dropped seventy um that year, and like I was at that game this this was i mean this was approaching that, and I know at the time you know like southeast louisiana was was technically an f b s school uh but they were like like sort of the worst of the worst in f b s at that time, and it just like this was a lot like that. It just was, man, the Cougars could do, it seems like, anything they wanted at any time they wanted. Um, even ran the ball a little bit. You know, not a lot, but ran the ball yeah. a little bit. Um, which still still remains a little bit of a question mark, right? Like, so I don't think, like, like maybe you can, you know, tell me what you think on this. But, like, like I don't – so I look at it and go, that's great. That's what you should do. That's awesome. We had fun with it. Also – I'm not sure we learned a whole lot from it. Like, I don't know that I feel super confident no. that, you know, the running game we, issues we, are sorted out. Like we, we, we know, learned what? our, we learned all our freshman defensive players are not, are not ready. Uh, ready. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tackle apparently. Like that's, that was the, or like just, that or, was, or even, or even be in the right place. Like, there oh my God, wide open dudes. That is true, but the tackling was the thing that, yeah. like, to me was like, holy shit. Like, my God, you guys. You ha- <laughs> there like, could be, like, like there, there may be a bit of, like, I break in my arm in a 40-point <laughs> Maybe. But, like, but like if you're a third stringer, you're out there mm-hmm. thinking, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to fly around. Yeah. I'm going to impress somebody, you know. 
So, but you know, it's whatever I, offensively. I mean, I don't know. Like, look, our, our identity as a school outside of a, a handful of years um, has always been offense. And when you put up 715 yards and, you know, John Mateer comes in and just like destroys everybody. Um, yeah. Seven, you know, of, seven Ward, of eight for 148 yeah. and two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. 138, not 148, 138. But his court oh, rating it was says 100. Th- it says 148 on the official WSU. Stats. Okay, all right. Sorry, I'm looking at the stat broadcast right now. So maybe I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's, but anyway, his uh, quarterback rating was 314.9, which is uh, pretty good. I don't even, Craig, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it just you know, like all of it, you put all of it together, and it's like, yeah, you, you feel great about it. You know, the receivers were were getting separation like you'd hope. Uh, quarterbacks just, you know, between Cam Ward and John Mateer, you know, both of them just, you know, destroyed. They were combined. They were 27 of 34 for about 460 yards, 65 yards, six touchdowns. That's pretty good. No interceptions between it, them. It was, it was good to and, see. And Mateer had 19 rushing yards. So Yeah. He had that one particular, that third and 14 or whatever that yes. he converted on the ground, yep. made broke about two tackles and just kind of yeah. ran into a group and he got looks some really help. good, man. Yeah, he looks really good. You know, he uh, looks like if we assume that Cam is, I'm assuming that Cam is probably done after this year. Like I'm assuming he's, but, he's off to try and go to the NFL and do all that. So yeah. if we're assuming that John Mateer to me, like, I don't know if he's ready, ready, but he certainly looks like next fall. If he steps in, we're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, he I mean, he's he's uh, this is like his third or fourth um, time and where he's coming and actually led drives. And he's he's looked really good every time he's done yep. it. Yep. And and he's yeah, he's he seems like a, a guy that has it. Um and I gotta say, it's, it was really cool to see, um, you know, Dylan Payne get some reps and Javetsky yes. Schlembecker yep. get some reps. Yep. And and really, really impressive reps, both of them. Obviously, Payne had a fifty-yard run and a t- and he had a touchdown as well. And and Javetsky had just all of his runs looked really good. Like he just yep. looked looked like he knew what he was doing. Um, looks a lot bigger. Uh, put, yep. put on some muscle. He just looks um, more natural. Yeah. Running the yep. ball than he did yep. a year ago. Uh, Nikia took a knock. Uh, they said it. Uh, they said it wasn't serious. Uh, they yeah. just did. They said you know it was already they were up by thirty five and they knew they were going to win, so they didn't want to play him. So yeah. hopefully he's not uh, significantly hurt. Um, interesting that Jalen Jenkins only got two carries. Yeah, he was as they kept saying on the radio broadcast. He also got kind of banged up. Um, so again, don't know the extent of it, but I, I'm guessing that it's sort of a similar deal to Watson, that it was just like, yeah. you know, we got this game well in hand, you know, let's just be smart about it. Um, you know, maybe they're banged up a little, like obviously something happened, you know, had it been a close game, could they have come back in? You know, it seems like probably like, it seems like I, probably I, both of those I guys could have I will back. say one funny thing, um, obviously, Lincoln Victor had another spectacular game. 
doing all yeah. sorts of things through uh, through for a two point conversion. They actually converted that off of the yep. swinging gate. Yep, yep. Um, they were putting some shit on tape this game for sure. Yes, uh, they ran they ran this RPO screen that I'm sure they're just wanting teams to look at, and then they're hoping to pop a pop a, a longer one out of that at some point. Yep. You know, they're like, you know, they're hoping they want teams to worry about that swinging gate. Um, so, yeah, that's that. The, they definitely were. They were they were fucking around with some things in this game. Um, but uh, one thing that was funny to me is, you know, we had uh, Chaz now was uh, the play by play for Pac-12 Network. Yes. Yes. And um, I don't think that they provided him with a spotter <laughs> uh, because like it. there was a couple times when he just straight up missed. Uh, miscalled some things and I don't blame an announcer where they do that like it's if, if you have to figure out who the players are like watching on TV or watching it on a, a, a screen or watching it from above so actually uh, Victor carried the ball out of the backfield once it's not on it's not in the um, it's not in the uh, stats because there was a penalty and it came back so he carried the ball and and, and uh, Chasnow called him uh, Jenkins and kept calling him Jenkins and never came off of that. Never corrected yeah. himself. I don't yeah. think he ever. I mean, they are five and six and their build is very yes. similar. So I do not blame him from like those numbers are hard. The five and the six. Yes, they are on these on these number schemes. Yep, look so similar. They look like I do not blame him. But I, but I, it was it was making me laugh because I'm like I know you know all these kids so fucking well. Like mm-hmm. to, like to, to to him of all people, like to mess yep. it up is pretty funny. Yep. That's why he had to. He there was no way he had a spotter. Like come yep. on, Pac-12, get your get your play by play as a spotter. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it it was just you know if we're if we're talking about that sort of the worst of the day it's a it's a pretty good day, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a pretty good day if that's the worst of it. Yeah, the worst of the day is a bunch of players, defensive players that are very unlikely to yes. see the field the rest of the yes. year. Yes, did not do play well. Which um, which by the way is a great reason to be excited for what happened. I I, I just think I think fans. I'm not sure fan like most fans understand what it takes to be a a division 1 athlete and what it takes to like to be committed to that. Um it it's a lot of work, it's a lot of effort, it's a lot of time, it's it's a lot of commitment and it is not always um rewarded um especially if you're a younger guy or a walk on or whatever. You know, there's a reason why I, I think fans are somewhat familiar with this idea but but teams tend to churn walk-ons pretty good. Like walk-ons yeah. will show up, they'll play for a year or two. And then they're just like, okay, I've, <laughs> I, you know, I I'm, I'm done with this. And then they stop. And it's like, because it's so hard. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It, they ask a lot of those guys, those guys have to give and give and give and give and give, and they don't get a lot back. And so to have a game like this where, um, you know, we joked about the drop 70 and whatever. And, you know, yeah, like we would love to see that, but you know, if we're being honestly serious about it, um, all of these guys who work their asses off getting into a real game. Um, and, and I'm sure they won't for the remainder of the year, you know, so the opportunity to get all of these guys in who are not going to see any action and, you know, the rest of the year, probably, um, to get them in and let them play. And I mean, it's good for their development, but just like, from a reward perspective, like, man, you got this 
big ass roster of a hundred and whatever guys between the scholarship guys and the walk-ons. I haven't looked at the participation report, but I'm guessing it, it had to be North of 80. Like it, like it was sort of like, if you were healthy, I think you played in this yeah. game, unless you were, I mean, even the red shirting guys probably played cause you know, they're probably not getting into another game. So, you know, these guys got to play, they got to see action. It wasn't, you know, it, it just like, that's a really good reward for those guys. And I'm glad they were able to do it. I'm glad they were able to experience it. Um, because these, a lot of those guys are guys who might not otherwise ever see the field. So I, yeah. I think that's great. You you have, you have three different quarterback story passes, five different running backs, you're running the ball. You have, uh, one, two, three, four. Okay. So, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 wide receivers that got a target or, or were in the game at some point. Yep. Um, like that's, that's, that's great. You know, like yep. it, it, and wait, I think a 10 or a, a one, two, three, four, 12 different players caught a pass, you know, with the running backs. Um, you had, uh, they, Cameron Johnson, they got to get him into the game, got, got to get, you know, they ran some plays specifically for him and he looked good. Like he, he looked like a guy they could use at another point. Like, um, uh, you know, he's transfer. I think it is it from Navy that he's from, uh, um, yeah, uh, sure. t- another tight end. And we, because we have so, we're so deep at tight end at this point. You know, there's <laughs> so many guys yes. everywhere. Uh, army sorry it's from here. army so i was yes. he's chance from army my bad my bad yeah boy don't let him find out that you said to make. That. yeah yeah <laughs> mea culpa mea culpa mea culpa yeah <laughs> oh man uh but yeah like it was yeah i mean that's that that game yeah we you, you know we would love to see 70 to nothing or whatever but um it it, it went about as good as you could get and and yeah. And yeah, like it, it obviously the casual fan has no idea how bad Northern Colorado is. And they see 64 <laughs> yeah. to 21 and they're like, holy shit, like 64 points. What the hell? If we, like, if like, we had left our starters in, that truly could have been like 90 to nothing. Like, yeah, that's not an exaggeration. It was so it was so lopsided. So good for them. Uh, good, you know, good for that. And I, I think it sets us up, you know, really well, or at least as well as we can heading into Northern or heading into, um, you know, Oregon state, because, you know, you have this extreme emotional high of, you know, playing Wisconsin, you're totally jacked up for that game. You, of course you win the game, you know, fans storm the field and, and there's all these great pictures of the, of the team, you know, hanging out with fans, whatever you come back the following week. Um, you know, the crowd of course is, is not, you know, frac is fractional of what it was, you know, the week before. I mean, you didn't go, right? Which should tell you a little nope. bit about, you know, yeah. how how you know how many people maybe didn't go for the three weekends in a row. Um and and you know, so you play a terrible team. You look pretty good doing it, right? So like I think that says something about their mentality. You know, this would have been, you know, a a, a game that potentially they could have, you know, sleepwalked through and still won. Um, but they clearly were not sleepwalking. They clearly were motivated. And I think this comes back to, you know, comes back to Jake Dickert. Like we have, you know, we have talked, you know, repeatedly on this show about how impressed we are with him and just like how good of a coach he is. And, 
you know, I, I, for one, when he was hired was sort of like underwhelmed by that. I, you know, that that's pretty well documented that I was like, I'm sure there's something in the Kook Center archives where I was like, eh, you know, can't, can't we do better than this? You know, but, um, you know, Pat Chen, again, listened to that interview this morning, you know, they, you know, Kenzano and Wilder asked him, asked him about, you know, his coaching hires and about Dickert and, you know, kind of just talked about like, Hey, when he took over as the interim guy, um, it was just clear that he was special. Like it was just clear that he, that he was made for this and that he was, he was the guy, you know? So we just, we went ahead and did that. We, we put a lot of faith in him and he has, you know, absolutely 100%, you know, paid that back in, in every way possible since then, you know? And so like games like Wisconsin are great. When I think about like how I'm evaluating a coach, like games like Wisconsin are obviously amazing, but it, it, you know, it, it doesn't take a lot of like coach motivation, you know, to get your team up for that game. But a game like this, you know, it, it's tough. And and the they were, yeah, social and media, they were a goddamn a machine. They were a fucking machine. Yes. Yeah. Like, like not just like oh, we just sort of overwhelmed them with our athleticism. This was like no, no, no. We are we're here to annihilate. You know, again on the revenge tour, right? And you know, the social media team at Wazoo. First of all, side note social media team doing an unbelievable, crazy ass job. Like they are making these, like what amount to little mini documentaries that they're putting on, on Twitter. And, you know, five years ago, the, the social media team, the, all the digital media team, the stuff they were doing, we were sort of like, uh, you know, can we, can we do a little better? Just like this? really random, weird, uh, like graphics with, with Nike yeah, logos inserted yeah. in them. Weirdly, like. You know, but now, now the team that they have now is like absurdly good. Like they are meeting, essentially they are meeting this moment, right? Where it's, you know, Cougs versus everybody. And man, they are leaning so hard into that. And I just remember a video, they're making like multiple videos a week, but one of the ones they made last week was this basically like, uh, it was, it was sort of footage from practice and it, it had this, um, you know, voiceover of Jake Dickert basically saying like, Hey, all right, you, you ate, you know, are, are you full or are you still hungry? Cause when I'm, yeah. st- I'm still hungry. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this fucking guy, like, like I would run through a wall for this fucker. Like, are you serious right now? Like, I don't know. It's obviously some of it is just, you know, the way they build the videos and, you know, it just like makes you all excited. And that's sort of the point, but um, well, and it's just I, I the guy is clearly a very good coach and games like this make me think like this guy is a really good coach. Cause if you can convince your team after a game like that to come out and be focused enough to do what they did in the first half, I, I don't even care who the opponent is. You know, might as well be Pullman high school, but like to be that focused and to do what they did in the first half, to me, that says so much about him as a coach and what he's done with the team. Okay, now you can talk. Sorry. Yeah, it, it, you know, I I always think like um, you know, like you think like uh, like you think of coaches. I I the what worry I've had about Dickert is like, is he going to be that like PJ Fleck type? Yes. Who like really makes it all about himself? Like you yes. know the row the boat shit that he just like carried through different schools and like yep. like you know he just like it's really like his thing, but like. Dicker really seems to embrace it, it. It it he showed it 
showed it to us with his initial uh, hire of his offensive coordinator in Eric Morris. And then what he's continued with Arbuckle is that he is embracing what the existing culture was at Wazoo. And he is building that into his ethos. Like he is not, he's not saying, no, I'm going to make this a Dickert program. He's like, this is Wazoo had a program already. Mike Leach had a program before me. Like Wazoo has decades of history as 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 a certain type of of offensive team and a certain type of school and he's and he's embraced that and he's and he's and he's you know inserted his own sort of like you know like the shit like you said like he's just a like he he seems very detail oriented he seems very um you know which is funny because we had this great coach for eight years that was very detail oriented in some ways and it's not in other ways, like, um, you know, for eight years, it was just like, oh, yeah, when it comes to running a route, like, like it's every detail. But when it comes to anything else, like, we're just like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, but now to some this coach is, like, thinking about a lot of stuff. And he's also trusting his assistants uh, to, you know, to do good, great things. Like, I, yeah, he seems like a guy that is a legitimately good FBS football coach and yeah. we kind of stumbled into him Well, we were excited you know the when when he was hired as defensive coordinator it was a good hire we we thought it was a good hire like he had good defenses at Wyoming but you know well he, he just, was well, he, pretty inexperienced at that point though like it was yeah, it was I think it was two years in. for like a year or two but but we know. saw like he had the it was a very clear um impact so it was like yeah like it was a good like and 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 the style of defense that he plays it's very fitting with wsu um you know very aggressive and 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 also it was very fitting with you know the conference and you know five defensive backs and all that um but so we like you know we thought this is a fine hire and then it you know i don't think any of us thought he was going to be a head coach at wazoo anytime soon but nope. you know what? He he is. And 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 and, and he's got a winning record so far, yep. which a lot of coaches of Wazoo do not have. Like no. it's, they're yeah, on, the a list lot of, is pretty short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty short. It's like Mike Price and Mike Leach and Warren Powers, because he Warren was like Powers one, one like season. Year, right. <laughs> Uh, and, and probably like Babe Hollingberry, right? Like, Oh, also, uh, we got to point out, uh, like, uh, Jesse Casino in the Slack points out. WSU is one game under 500 all time. Yes. So if you want to put us in a hell of a hole, man. Yeah. (laughs) It with also with a lot of, with a lot of, uh, he also put us in a hole, in the hole with a lot of uh, head to head series. series. Yes, a lot yeah, of Yeah, like Oregon. Oregon just got. Yes. We, 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 we'll probably, I mean, we're never going to make it up now. But it's like. No. It's so frustrating. <laughs> God damn. Um, like, because when, when I like was a freshman at Wazoo, I'm pretty sure we were like even dead heat. And, yeah, um, it was probably close, something like that. Yeah. But we still, we still got Oregon. Oregon's State. history, they were, they were us and we were them. Uh, they were us. So. And then Phil Knight took an interest. Yeah. Um, God damn it. 
Um, by the way, I'll, I'll, here's, here's something that you, I'm sure would never, never thought you would hear me say, but with respect to Jake Dickert, God bless Nick Rolovich. I see. <laughs> God hey, bless Nick hire. Rolovich. Cause he hired him. Right. Like, so I was, th- by the way, I was thinking about this this week. I was thinking about a lot of things over the weekend. But I was thinking about like the fact that Nick Rolovich hired Jake Dickert. And then I was thinking about like, okay, because normally, you know, like guys hire guys who have connections to them in some way. Right. But in this case, Rolovich seemed to do what actually some offensive minded coaches do, which is they kind of go, okay, who's the guy who is a pain in my ass? That's who I want to hire. Right. And so it seems like that's kind of what Rolovich did, right? He hires Dickert away from Wyoming. Uh, you know, Wyoming was a pain in his ass with the with the run and shoot. That's the guy who I want. I mean, that's how Mike Leach got hired at Oklahoma. Just the opposite, right? right. Like Bob Stoops yeah. is like, yeah. like what what kind of offense is a total pain in my ass? It's that one. I'm going to hire Mike Leach to be my offensive coordinator, right? Okay. So he hires Jake Dickert, and I'm 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 sitting here this week, and I'm thinking like. God, I can't even imagine what those like coaching staff meetings must have been like with these two guys, right? <laughs> so like, and and I'm I'm even talking like bef- before all the COVID shit. Like I'm talking about like just and granted there wasn't very much time before the COVID shit, but it's like I'm just like thinking like oh my god, like what we know now about these two guys, right? When Jake Dicker got hired, we went oh okay that's cool, right? And now it's like okay we know a lot about Rolovich. And we know a lot about Dickert and I'm just thinking, fuck man, like, like how did these two exist like in a room together? You know, like they're just so different. And and then the COVID stuff happened. The, the, the savviness of Dickert very early on to be like, I got vaccinated. He posted it on social media. Like I got vaccinated. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah, he knew he he knew what the game was there. Like he knew yes, what the he game did. was. Yes, he like, did. He is a <laughs> he is a smart man. He knew what was happening for sure. I got the jab. Okay, let's go. You know, I I don't know, man. I just like my brain just started thinking about like these staff meetings where Rolovich is sitting. You know, around they're all sitting around a table or something, and Rolovich is leading a staff meeting. I'm just thinking about what must be have been going through Dickert's head during that time, just kind of thinking about, Oh my God. Right. Like, and I'm sure he was nice about it. Cause he's got that Midwestern, you know, sense those, those Midwestern sensibilities. Right. But, you know, I just, I can just imagine like this just sort of unspoken, you know, tension. And then particularly as, you know, COVID started to to take over and, you know, and Dickert's very clearly like, yo, I got the jab. And Rolovich is like, yo, that shit will allow people to track you for the rest of your life. Like I can just imagine like how this, you know, just this, the tension in these rooms, maybe there weren't any rooms. Maybe they just didn't ever get together in the same room. Maybe they maybe just like not. passed each other in the hallway and just went, Hey Nick. Hey Jake. And that was it. I don't know. I don't know, man, but I, I don't know. That was just so, a random thought I had this week. So I wasn't, I, I, I forgot to mention, I forgot to say it last week. And since we're talking about Dicker, you know, just, and plus we could, we could, we can live off the vibes of this sweep of Wisconsin forever, but yes, uh, it, it's just wild to think how how the the path 
that got us to a coach from Wisconsin coaching Wazoo and beating Wisconsin two years yes. in a row. Yes. Like this, these games were supposed to happen in 2014 and 2015. It, Leach was getting the program growing. Wisconsin would have fucking rolled us. Like oh, they, yeah. they, that, that was, those are two of their best teams in the last like 30 years. Yeah. And they would have, and and in 2014, absolutely they would have rolled us. 2015, it took Wazoo a little while to get going, and and, but you know uh, they were good that year. Eventually, Uh, as you may remember, they lost to Portland State to start the season. Um, I know you remember that game. I know I do. I was very wet. You were very wet with your father in the ring. Yep, yep. Um, But yeah, like and then. They, these games get delayed, and then we have this very Wisconsin dude like <laughs> coaching us with his yeah. whole family from Wisconsin who usually roots for the Badgers coming yep. to the games with coup yep. gear on. Yep. <laughs> like, and he beats yep. them two years in a row. Like, how wild is that? Like, well, we were so, last year they're we were like, so, oh. like they, we're firing yeah. the coach. That's what you know. And then they go hire Luke Fickle and beat him again. Beat him again. Beat him again. Hell yeah. Yeah, well let's uh let's let's move on to the pack Here? to the pack to championship game. Okay. Then we'll talk about beer. All or right. do you want to talk about beer first? I, and then we'll I don't care. they have to listen to us talk about beer. Fine, okay. let's talk about beer. Then we'll talk about the pack right. two championship game. Okay. All right. So Jeff, what are you drinking? I uh, as I talked about last week, I picked up a bunch of beers at the Moscow Co-op, Moscow Co-op. Uh, this one is the Revision Dr. Lupulin, which is the diabolical three times India Pale Ale. Um, and let me tell you, this is definitely a triple IPA. <laughs> like <laughs> this is maybe the most triple IPA I've ever drank. Um, so on the back, it says uh, 3X IPA, alcohol by volume, 11.3%. And then it says, uh, and this is this is the part that I'm like, yes, this is true. It says IBUs, confidential. And I'm like, yeah, my first sip was like, holy God, this is bitter. <laughs> like, I was like, holy shit. It was like a bitter, like, wave um, over my tongue. And so this is, this might be like the ultimate, like, you know, palate wrecker. Uh, in terms of there was a I've beer drank, a so. trip. There, there was a beer. Uh, I don't know if it's still made because I don't know if anyone makes the Green Flash brand anymore. That was yeah. a triple IPA. I do remember Green uh, Flash circa yeah. c- circa 2010 ish. They had a beer called Palette Wrecker, which was yes, like, like, that that was, those sense. were the bitter. Those were the that, that's when the bitter wars were raging. Heavy and before this, uh, soft IPAs I, came along. Yeah, I do not recall. I I do not recall the last time I drank a beer this bitter. Like <laughs> it is, it is the first sips were like holy shit, um, and now of course I've got I don't know two ounces left out of the pint, and so I'm like yeah whatever it tastes great. So, uh, you know my 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 palate is wrecked. Um, I will follow it up with a Bodie uh, when it's time, and so we are. You know, we're hanging out down here at the end. Um, if you like um, unbelievably bitter beers with that have high uh, alcohol 
by volume, uh, this would be the one. Revision Dr. Lupulin. You are you are really speaking to 2009 Craig right now. That's even yeah, all over is, that. By the way, this is in case you were wondering, this is the 2019 gold medal triple IPA category of the US Open something beer championship. US Open Beer Championship. This is the gold medal from the 2019 oh, wow. US Open Beer Championship. Wow. Impressive. So four year four years ago, this beer was rad. Just so you know. <laughs> no, it's it's good. Like it for what it is, right? Like it's it's one of those things. Like it's you know what it's what it is. It's it's exactly what it is trying to be. And it is a lot. So absolutely. Um so I am also drinking an IPA, not a bitter IPA. I I there's very low bitterness in this. It's just a clean, crisp, kind of west coasty, but very soft IPA. It is from Russian River Brewing, which you know oh, yeah. we're just very excited because we get in Washington again. Um Happy Hops IPA. Um just an adorable little hop guy on the on the front. Um, cause we're very happy, uh, Wazoo right now, just yes, very are. happy. Uh, but yeah, this is a, a very delicious, it's a very well, well balanced, clear, uh, light malt bill, but still balanced. Um, very nice IPA. Uh, you know, I definitely doesn't have the bitterness of blind pig or of, uh, or of Pliny. Um, definitely a little, little softer, probably a little more modern IPA they were going for. Um, very tasty. Um, glad I picked it up. Uh, Russian River, obviously. Uh, I buy the bottles every time they they come in. They they kind of have this like once a month cycle. They'll they get dropped off, and I always get the bottles. Yes. Um, but I will say one more beer update. Weldworks responded. Yes, this to is me. A, this is extremely important. And so they responded me on social on Instagram. And then connected me with their uh, Kristen, their like head of marketing or something, um, director of events and experience. Sorry, that is so that kind of makes sense. Experience. Uh, uh, so they connected me with Kristen, and you know we we uh, exchanged emails. She said, "I'll you know I'll talk to you after the game." And and so I th- this morning I yeah. said, "Hey, just, watch this. just in case North Car- or uh, Northern Colorado won." You know, and you could be yeah. on the square, right? Yeah. I I I I uh I I sent her an email this morning and I said, Hi, Washington State won, just barely, sixty four twenty one. Smiley face. Smiley face. And she said she said, Well, congrats. If you know, she said, Send me your address, I'll get you something out to you next week. So we'll see what they send. I'm excited. Okay. Are they gonna send are they gonna send media noche and a four pack of Juicy bits? Are they going to double down? Did they double down? Or are they going to be double two medianoches and two four packs Ooh. of juicy bits? Ooh. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe as uh, PJ said, maybe they're just going to send me a keychain and a sticker. <laughs> Who knows? Like maybe a koozie. I don't know. Maybe a like koozie. I love. You I love. Love koozies. your koozies. I love koozies. I love yeah. koozies. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. You know that okay. finally after four years of bothering them, I've bothered them a lot. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I we paid, talk, not just bothering him, just like talking mad shit about him. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
but they make <laughs> like, great beer which is why i wanted the, the beer yeah of yeah. course of course of course so i wanted the beer also yeah. their beers like the, those media noche stouts are expensive yeah i would love to get one for free that would be Hell great yeah. Yeah, so I agree. so if I do, thank you, Wazoo. Thank you, Coogs. Um yeah. and thank you, uh, Weldworks, for like searching your name four years ago. <laughs> 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 I didn't even yeah. tag them in that post. They just like found it. Um, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, let's let's talk about this Pack Two Championship game. Um, it's crazy to have such a like a championship game in September, but here we are. Here we are. Um, here we are. Uh, uh, both teams undefeated. Oregon State, as expected, ranked uh, no number fourteen. WSU's little surprise, ranked as well, twenty-one. Making this a really big game. Like this, this is probably one of the biggest WSU Oregon State games ever. To be honest, or like maybe in twenty yep. plus years. Yeah, I'd say you know, like well, maybe since like two thousand one, maybe. Or I was gonna say like twenty plus years ago, Oregon State was pretty horrendous up until Dennis Erickson showed up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was the year they beat uh, Notre Dame in the in the um? Uh, what was that? Two thousand and one. Yeah, so maybe? I'm gonna say probably something probably like the, that. The the yeah the two thousand one WSU yeah. Oregon State game was probably pretty big. Wait, if they played. Is not this, every is team this play- the? Hold on, is this the biggest game since we played Oregon State under Bill Doba and we lost to not go to a bowl game under Alex Brink? This is the oh biggest game in the in the rainstorm. And that it, was when you in, were in the school, rainstorm. Right? The yes, it was it was the day before Marty and Corey got married. Oh <laughs> man. Is this the biggest game since that? Maybe. Maybe. I know. Maybe the biggest game is when uh, Jeff Tool and that two win team finally beat. Oh, I got a packed. Yes. Oh, that game was so great. That was the dumbest game I have ever seen in my life. It was. Oh, that game deserves its own. Po- During the off season, we should we should file that away. During the off season. That game deserves its own podcast. We should do because remember we did uh, we did these you know uh, what did we do podcast in sixty right like we like did like these you know rewatches of games. That's a game that we should rewatch and do a podcast on because that game deserves its own podcast. I, I broke my head open for that. Yes, game. I remember. Oh my god, I remember that now. <laughs> So I just remember it, texting constantly with Brian Floyd during that game. And we just were both just like in, in just like complete shock at what was happening. We were just like, they're going to lose this, right? They're going to, Oh no, wait, maybe, maybe they're not going to lose. The, okay. J- Jeff, Jeff tool did what? Okay. I think we're going to win. Like, yeah. Oh my God. That was okay. The by the way, the uh, update on this 2001 game. Ship okay. Of course, that that Beaver team in the 2001 uh, Fiesta Bowl, that was the 2000 Beaver team, and yes, of course WSU Beavers. was good. not good in 2000. No. WSU was good in 2001. Oregon yes. State was not good in 2001. Ships passing in the night. 
They did not have yes. a big game against each other that yes. year. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. Um, so yes, like yeah, this is his, uh, both teams ranked. I I can't imagine in the series history this has happened very often. You know, I don't okay, know. Okay, so while while you're talking, I'm going to try and figure this out. So yeah, like uh, th- this is one of those things where uh, you know each team has had periods of success, uh, but they have not typically overlapped uh as obviously wsu went on a eight game winning streak in the in the series recently when the beavers were good in the late 2000s right after wsu was good but they were bad for those three years then wsu got good in the early 2000s and oregon state wasn't good um so yeah they're just uh i can't imagine very many times that they were uh ranked at the same time um and and this should it should be a fun one. Uh, WC said limited seats are available. Um, hopefully that sells out. And we'll yeah, I think have that a, mostly a pra- means. Uh, I, I think that means scattered singles, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I assume there'll be a nice contingent of uh, Beaver fans there. There usually is. You would um, think so. Yeah, uh, and especially with their, you know, they have a special team right now, and and they're worth uh, after what they've went through for a while <laughs> like if they yeah this is a pretty big deal this is like a dream like this is their big season um yep. and and they're but at the same time having the you know all the same shit that we're going through um but yeah so uh did you find anything on it i did not uh, um, i forgot that college football reference moved their their rivalry search tool they moved it off into a different thing now that you have to pay for and i did pay for it well i didn't pay for it i did like the the free trial briefly but like it's the college football stuff is not good like it's mostly pro football stuff so anyway bottom line no i have not figured this out i'm looking on wc's website right now to see but it doesn't i don't think it says anything about like the rankings of the teams or anything like that so yeah, yeah I was I, looking at I was looking at Winsipedia they don't they don't put yeah. the rankings of the teams either yeah so yeah I you know I would be if anyone knows the boy, answer feel I would free be, to I would be very way. surprised if there are any recent matchups where both teams have been ranked um, and I, I mean, I'm just thinking back to like when I was in school and that's when they were doing the Jerry Pettibone triple option wishbone stuff and they were <laughs> horrible. So, you know, I, I think that you're right. Like the, the one little moment where they were good under Erickson, maybe was there maybe some time under like Riley when they were okay, that we were also good. I don't know. I don't know. Cause, uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't think we were ranked I, a whole lot under, you know, under Doba as we went through the last few years. No, that. And we're that not. was Mike Riley. Um, and then obviously the Paul Wolf years, which were also Mike Riley. And they really, disaster. there was only, there was only a couple years where WC was actually like ranked consistently in the season. Um, under leech like it was like yes. 2017 and 2018 yes. yeah um and, 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 and oregon, oregon state, state was, was not good yeah they were like our homecoming automatic win opponent yes. <laughs> those years 
By the um, way, I, I do want to point out that the over the course of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years, uh, in two starting in two thousand seven, we lost to Oregon State fifty two to seventeen, lost to Oregon State sixty six to thirteen, lost to Oregon State forty two to ten, and then somehow won thirty one to fourteen, the aforementioned <laughs> Jeff Tool Superman game. <laughs> And then lost 44-21, 19-6, and 52-24. Jeff, famously 44-21. Yes, yes. That and so, win. Uh, and then we finally that, in 2014. That, that was, that, as we've talked about, that loss was probably the night that Bill Doba went to try to hire Mike Leach. <laughs> like, yes. this was yep. that, that loss in Seattle. Yep, that was oh my! I was at that game, and I just remember. I know you were so mad. I was so mad. I was so, so mad. I was like, we can't do this anymore. This is insane. Like I just, and the Oregon State fans were so happy, and you know, good for them. And I was so mad, (laughs) just like it was so bad. And so, uh, so then we go hire Mike Leach, and of course, they kick our teeth in for two years, and then of course, 2014 Luke Falk magic. Right, Luke Falk magic. Uh, the end of that game, the score of that game was closer than I remember. His first start, that was his first yeah. start. Yeah, so yeah. thirty-nine, thirty-two, and then the next had year a terrible he, defense that year. Yeah, yeah. yes, that's true. <laughs> Twenty fourteen, uh, but did start a win streak of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wins in a row until last year, which was. So I, I do, uh, I do remember that 2015 game because that was one where it looked like we might drop 70 because we had 49 points at halftime mm-hmm. and then scored three in the second. Half. Yes. Finished with uh, 52. Yeah. Yeah. Drop 70. So elusive. But we have, but we have put up 50 plus points on Oregon state. One, two, three, four times in that win streak. We put up 50 plus points under Mike Leach in that win streak. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, but this uh, Oregon State defense, however, be much more difficult to do that. (laughs) Yeah, a little different. So, yeah, let's let's get into this game. Um, It's it's interesting uh, because Oregon State profiles offensively like pretty similarly in uh, approach to Wisconsin. Uh, They want to run the ball. Uh, They run the ball more than most teams um, and more effective and they have and more effectively than most teams. Uh, they, they, they're, they're very successful with run. Um, but what WSU has shown is that they are, they've been really successful defending the run this year. Uh, they yep. shut it down against Wisconsin yep. and kind of made them adapt mid game. And that's going to be a, a huge, huge thing. Is can WSU replicate that run ga- that run defense that they did that they had against Wisconsin, against Oregon State? And honestly, I I don't see any reason why they couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, like it. It. I mean, that as we we talked about before Wisconsin, when this team can can set their mind to stopping the run, they really can do it, and. Yeah. What I'd love to hear your thoughts on is, you know, they did run into some trouble uh, with Wisconsin in the passing game, which nearly yeah. uh, caused them to blow a large second half lead. Um, wh- what do you see out of 
does Oregon State also have that ability to do that if we are shutting down the run? I don't think so. I mean, so uh, I, 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 you know, obviously the big development for Oregon State in the offseason was landing a transfer from uh, Clemson quarterback, former Clemson quarterback, DJ Uyungle Lele. I think I'm so sorry for, yeah, I'm so sorry for blowing that. I'm, I'm really not trying to be funny at all right now. I, I'm really bad at pronouncing names and I have to apologize to my students uh, constantly for screwing up their names. Uyungalele, um, I think is how it's pronounced. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I got that right. So, you know, like the big thing when he was at Clemson was, you know, I mean, big arm, but really inconsistent and not super accurate all the time and you know look i I, i'm not going to pretend that i've watched oregon state super closely um that i've watched them play all their games and so i'm super you know like knowledgeable about oregon state but i will say i watched the vast majority of last weekend's game against san diego state and dj looks like the same guy to me um you know big arm can make some really big throws, uh, can run, can move. He's huge. Like there's all, like all the, all the tools that had, you know, Clemson and whoever else, you know, drooling over him. Um, those things are all there, but it's like, man, the consistency is just not great. He will make throws that are just like, just not even close, like not even close. And if they are, you know, the thing with Oregon State, you know, they they have really sort of sold everybody on the idea that they have upgraded a whole bunch of quarterback. And I I do think they've upgraded, but that's, I think, largely because. That, that was you know, so bad. Yeah, like the bar was so low, right? Um, and, yeah. and I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, Uyunglele is is terrible. He's not terrible. He's not at all terrible. He's definitely an upgrade of what over what Oregon State had last year, but he is also a very limited quarterback. Like he is just not going to carry a team, you know, forty plus attempts. Like he's just he's just not that guy. Yeah, um, he's twenty three attempts a game right now. Yeah. yeah, like he's just not that guy. And so, and, and look, Oregon State is not built for him to have to be that guy. They are built to run the ball, move the ball. Um, sort of pound teams into submission. You know, we looked awful good against Wisconsin early. I I feel very confident in saying that the quarterback we faced against Wisconsin is better than the quarterback we're facing this weekend. Now, maybe he'll prove me wrong. Maybe he'll make a bunch of big throws, whatever. But I tend to think that like, okay, if he came out in this game and he made a bunch of big throws and torched us, that that would probably be more of a product of randomness than anything else. Like, I just think he's, that's just kind of who he is, that he is wildly inaccurate, um, you know, throws the ball too hard a lot. Uh, you know, it's just, he, you just can't really count on him to be a consistent passer. If he somehow comes out and hits a bunch of big throws against us, I mean, you just, it's just one of those things you tip your cap, right? So the emphasis is in this game is going to be very similar to what it was against Wisconsin. Um, it's going to be run first, run second, run third, you know, stopping that and then daring the quarterback to really beat you. Wisconsin was able to adjust some things to really, you know, unlock the, the passing game. I'm not convinced that Oregon State 
can do that if we are able to play from out in front and we are able to defensively put Oregon State into you know second and long, third and long, over and over again. And and that's that's huge. It's huge because Oregon State has been very good. And now the 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 caveat is they have not played a particularly difficult schedule. Yep. Um, but they have been very good against those teams. Um, in getting first down, getting chunks in the run game on first and second down, and not even getting to third down. Yep. So, so they're not having to put uh, their quarterback in in a position to make plays on third down. Uh, you know, they, they I think they're I think they're number one according to uh, 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 Stats of War on Twitter. They're number one in the country in getting the and get in the percentage of first downs that come on first and second down which um which is some of some like 85% of their first downs. So uh they are they are looking to get first downs on first and second down. Um so getting those stuffs, those run stuffs, those lost plays are so big for this defense for WSU to stopping Oregon State's offense. Yep. To put them in there, make them uncomfortable, because and, and I, I'm confident in saying WSU is definitely the best defense they've seen all year. They they are definitely a, a very good running team, like it, they're very good. They're, I mean, I don't know if they're better than Wisconsin. Uh, but Wisconsin has really good running backs, but Oregon State may have a better overall running team, like maybe a better overall running team. They're probably pretty close. Yeah, I'm gonna say they're pretty close. So it's a similar test, and that's actually a bonus for WSU to have played a team uh, that is stylistically so similar two weeks yep. before. Yep, that's that's very helpful. I I agree. Um, um, now if we flip it to when WSU has the ball, Oregon State uh, has not that. If you look at their success rate numbers, not very good against the pass. However, they don't seem to give up big plays in the pass very often. So if WSU is going to move the ball, I would expect it to be some shorter passes, probably going to need some third downs, conversions, and they're, and, and they're probably going to be some long drives. Yep. So uh, given, and given, with, uh, given that... Oregon State's going to run the ball. This is probably a pretty short game, but uh, um, but yeah. So so the key for WSU is the key for Cam is what he's been doing all year is taking and 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 with an air raid style offense. This isn't like a pure air raid, but it's very it's raw concepts. Is taking the open receiver and taking what the defense is giving you, um, and then hoping for some yak and. and and so far, these receivers have shown a lot of ability to get yards after the catch. You know, Victor's very good at that. Yeah. Uh, Kelly seems to to be real quick and and real tough to defend. Um, so, uh, you know, if they could do that, uh, that's going to be key because I think it's going to be a lot of short passes. Probably going to need the running backs and the tight ends to step up a bit um, in, in the passing game because I just I don't I we're not going to run the ball well. I just, we're not going no, to, like, I, I'm, that's, I'm with that's you. not going to happen. Yeah. I'm yeah with like, on that. So we're like, we're going to need cam to be, 
like less uh, like maybe not as efficient, but as a but but effective in the short game. And we're gonna need to break some tackles. Yeah. And and uh, so that that's that's gonna be the onus on WSU, and that's largely what they they had to do against uh, Wisconsin as well. Um, which you know that wasn't it, it was no like spectacular offensive performance. You know what? What was the difference in Wisconsin turnovers and red zone efficiency? Yep. Uh, you know, score. I would say more scoring, scoring opportunity efficiency. I like to do scoring opportunities better than red zone. Uh, you know, like once you get inside the forty. Um, so WC is going to have to convert those to touchdowns and prevent Oregon State from scoring touchdowns. Like that's just to be so key. Um, you know, Oregon State's QB has thrown two picks so far this year. So maybe there's an opportunity there yep. uh, to to take the ball away. Takeaways would be fucking huge. Like yep. if, if you can do it, do it. If you if you can replicate what they did against Wisconsin, or even even a couple takeaways, and if, if WSU could take care of the ball, if, if Cam could continue to be careful with the ball, but also be effective, uh, I there's there's this this is gonna be a tight game. These this is pretty, especially with WSU at home. Creates a very evenly matched game, yeah. So it's gonna be just those things, um, and WSU can flip it, flip the advantage to themselves if they can stop Oregon State in the run game on first and second down. And I think yep. that's gonna be huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, and creating lost plays, creating stuffs. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what uh, that's what I'll be looking for early on for sure. Yeah, I think success rate, like we've we've talked about success rate in years past on the on the podcast. Like, I, I think sometimes it's like maybe overrated just a little bit, just in the sense that yeah. like you can, you can, you can have it, a successful play without having a really good play necessarily. Yep. Right. So if you get, if you get five yards on first down, that yes. counts as a successful play. Right. And then if, if you then get, I believe four yards on second down, <laughs> that like, if you, if you get it to a third and short, that's a successful play. Anything on third, third and fourth down that converts is counts as a successful play. Right. Anything that doesn't is unsuccessful. Exactly. So there's no element of explosiveness. And we know that explosiveness is so important to yes. consistently good offense. You can't expect, well, some leech offenses uh, accept it. Like they just like, they just had some amazing like with that. But when leech offenses were actually really good is when they were getting big plays. And, and so, uh, that's it, it, it. It's why you know uh, rating systems like like SP Plus didn't like Leach's offenses a lot because they wouldn't get as many big plays. They're taking these small passes, but we know like if you want to be consistently good, you have to be able to create big plays because yes. it's so hard to just to just grind out third downs over and yep. over and over again and be perfect on third down over and over. So yep. you just you have to get you have to get first downs on first down, first downs on second down, yep. um, chunks of 20, 30, 40 yards. Like those are important. That's going to be hard against Oregon State. Yeah. And so, as the saying goes, right, like like the best third down offense is just like making a first down on second down, like, like yep, just never exactly. get to third down. I like I think that in this case, like I, I kind of think that success rate is going to be important. Um like yeah. or Oregon State has sort of feasted on explosive plays in the running game in their first few games. 
And, you know, maybe they just really are that good. But but I tend to think that it's something in between. They're really that good and the teams they've played are what they are, right? And so from WSU's perspective, I think that like that success rate is, it really is going to be important because if you can hold back the success, continually put them, you know, to, to use the term behind the chains, right? You know, then you put the game in Uyangale's uh, hands, um, you force him to beat you. And while he can make throws, you know, again, if, if you're forcing him to beat you, you know, I really, really, really like our chances. Like, I just don't think he's that guy. So it is going to be key. You know, can you, you know, keep when they, when they run it on first down, you know, can you keep them to a three yard game instead of a five or six yard game? Um, you know, on second down, second and, you know, six or five, like, can you keep them to a two yard game instead of a four yard game so that it's, you know, third and five instead of second and two or third and two, like, you know, can you do those kinds of things? If you can do that, I think you've got a, a pretty decent chance here. They're really good. Jonathan, Jonathan Smith's a really good coach. Um, they are really, like, they scheme up things really, really well. I just think that, you know, like like us, you know, honestly, you know, they're just, they're going to be holes. Like, you're not, they're not going to be a perfect team. And I think that it's pretty clear where, you'd like to put them in order to uh, have them be in situations where they're, you know, a lot more likely to be less successful. Absolutely. Um, so let's, let's get to score predictions. It's been, uh, again, uh, we're on a run with me predicting first. So I'll keep that going. Um, so the line is three. Uh, yes. it's, it opened at two. So money has been coming in on the beeves over under 56 and a half. Um, which is a, a lot of points considering. Yeah. Seems how, high the, I, how if with, like for the limited possessions that I, that That's I think this game will have exactly what I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah. Just, just with the fact that Oregon states, we running the ball. They're going to be giving us three, four, five yard gains a lot. I think both teams will have some like long drives. Um, so that's a lot. Uh, you know what? It's worked out really well for me to pick us not to cover. Um, this one. We so if we don't cover, we lose or we don't. Yeah, if we don't. I mean, like, not we necessarily, have to, like, but, you know, pretty close. I mean, I mean, not, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, uh, pre, no, if we. We we uh, or yeah you're right, um, but if we if we I meant, I meant to say if we win we cover. There you go. So it's hard for pick it's hard to pick me it's hard to for me to pick us to win because I've just had such a good stretch of not picking us to win, uh, or not picking <laughs> us to cover. So yep, I'm just gonna keep that rolling. I'm gonna keep that rolling, and uh, I'm gonna go uh, Oregon State. I think what I I'm, I'm just go Oregon State. 20, 27 WSU 20. Oh dear God. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and keep rolling the way I've been rolling. Uh, I'm going to say Wazoo wins. I think it's a close game. I think it's low scoring. Like we said, uh, I think this is really a coin flip kind of game. I think these are two very evenly matched teams. Uh, I think these are two incredibly motivated teams, um, but I think home field advantage 
makes the difference. Like Pullman is sold out or very close to it. Um, And even if it's not technically a sellout, it's going to be a sellout vibe. Like it's like if there are seats, they're going to be scattered singles. The place is going to be packed. People are going to be hyped. Um, I think that the home field advantage makes a difference. Um, I'm going to go with 27-24 Cougs. 27-24. 27-24 Cougs. And you know what to do if I if the Cougs, if and when the Cougs win. When Cougs win and Craig when the Cougs win. gets it wrong. You send me them idiot gifts. You're going to send him the gift. You send me those and I'll be drunk what as a skunk. Idiot. In the in in the coog watching those come in celebrate, but on a side note, like this is gonna be like a a weird because I have a feeling there's gonna be a few thousand Oregon State fans around. Yes, and it's gonna be a weird vibe. Like I I just I just want to like just want to like give them a hug. Yes, you know, like like or just like be like, hey, like. You know, just like give each other this look like, yeah, we're going through it. We're yep. going through it together. Yep. Um, and, you know, we're even, you know, we're suing everyone together. That's right. And we're getting just, yeah, just, it's WSU and Oregon State. Constantly always said the two teams left. The pack yep. two. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that. but I, I, you know, what's, what's the, what's the, what's the, the ball is kicked. Like we're just uh, we're not gonna give yes. a fuck anymore about that. Yes, because uh, this is the conference title game, um, and it's a big game. It's you know on national television. We are up against some other big games, um, but it is on national television over but, the you air. Know, uh, on Fox. When we played Wisconsin, we were up against Alabama, Texas, and did quite well. So I think we'll, I think we'll be okay on that one. We'll be all right. All right. Um, Cougs and Beeves, uh, it, it almost kind of suck. Like sucks that we have to play each other this year. Honestly, yes, it does. Um, I wish we, I, I wish we could just both be undefeated in the Pac-12 championship game or something. You know, like the action, you know, in Vegas, um, and then like just both go into the playoff or whatever. Um, yep. But, uh, but yeah, we we got to play each other because you know maybe maybe to the death of the Pac-12 is that they. Every team plays each other. You know, they play nine conference games, yeah. and then every team in the division plays each other, whatever. Although there's no divisions anymore. It, um, yeah, I was going to say, but, there uh, is still a chance that we could meet in the Pac-12 championship. It is possible. There is. There is. It is possible. There is. Uh, you know, maybe it will happen. And Maybe. But, yeah, so, I, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting um, if I, you know, if and when I interact with some uh, Oregon Oregon State fans uh, this weekend. That should be interesting. But yeah, um, but yeah, go out and beat the living hell out of them. I, I've, you know what? Uh, that's what they're thinking on the other side too. <laughs> like, <laughs> we I'm want sure. to be the superior. We want to be the top of a top of the bottom heap here. Um, but yeah, uh, and then we could resume our revenge tour after this week. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, um, before we wrap up here, let's let's talk about uh, the soccer team. They played one game this week. Uh, they hosted Seattle and beat them two to one. That was their last non-conference game, so they got through non-conference with just the one loss, uh, which is uh, an improvement over last year. Woo. Um, and then uh, and no ties, 
just just uh, straight up. What is it? Seven and one. Seven, seven and one record. And, one. Um, and then, but the challenge is upgraded on Friday night. Yes. And again, everyone, if you're if you're in if you're in Pullman, go to the soccer match on Friday night against yes. Stanford. I believe Stanford is number two in at least one of the polls. Um, so it is uh, a very tough test. Could be if they win, it would be a massive win. Um, it's Flashback Friday, whatever that means. Uh, too bad we missed Swifties at the pitch oh, for the Seattle game. Uh, I know, but yeah, we, uh, we should, I know M and I should make it into town in time for, for, for first kick there, uh, should be very exciting. Um, you know, we, they, we, we've seen the crowd has shown out there before and I expect them to on Friday. Yep. Um, should be fun. Uh, but yeah, like Stanford's going to be tough. Uh, <laughs> they're really good. Yep. Um, we're, we're going to have to. You're gonna to have to score. We can't. You can't just create chances. You gotta finish uh, to yep. beat Stanford. It's yep. like, yeah. Yep. But yeah, there's still uh, Wazi Soccer ranked 24. So every team we've talked about on this podcast today is ranked, um, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about soccer? Uh, did you catch the Seattle game or any? Yeah, Thoughts I did, about it. it was I, a little I bit hairy, a little bit hairy yeah. at the end, uh, yep. but they they pulled it out. Seemed like seems like they've kind of lost a little bit of the momentum that we talked about, you know, with the offense and um, a lot of that clinical finishing that looked so good early in the year maybe is taking a bit of a step backwards. So um, hopefully they can recapture a bit of that against Stanford. Um, you know, it'd be a huge, huge win. Right. Like it's, it's kind of, you know, it's what we talked about. Like you want to be able to go toe to toe with the big ones. Um, so, you know, this is that. And then, you know, of course the next week, now one of the things we talked about was they're in the midst of an insane homestand. Um, like they, they, yeah. they have played one, two, three, four, five home games in a row. And they've got three more home games before they head back out on the road. But it is Stanford, USC, UCLA, which are, um, very typically three of the top programs in the conference every year. So, um, yes, you got them all at home, but uh, they're also all generally very good. I, I haven't looked too closely at what they're doing this year, but um, they typically are all very strong. So um, big stretch here, and, and even if uh, they're not maybe as good as they have been, um, you know, they're, they're always loaded with athletes, so. Yeah, this is a big stretch. Started off with a win against Stanford, and we'll be feeling pretty great. Yeah, uh, that would that would get the vibes going. Yes, for the weekend, you Ball know, get let's get vo- vo- let's get that volleyball win over you, Dub on on uh, Thursday. You know, s- followed up with with a good showing against Stanford and, 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 and an upset victory over Stanford yes. on Friday to yes. lead us into lead us into Saturday. Um, yeah, Jeff, uh, you know that's. Let, I guess this is where we plug. I, um, you know, if you want to find us on on the socials, uh, uh, I'm at the Craig Powers on Twitter, of course. Uh, Craig Powers at uh, whatever the fuck the Blue Sky is. I haven't I haven't sent a message on Blue Sky in a bit. Got to get back <laughs> on that. Yeah, um, me too. Jeff, I think it's News Coog on there. 
Yep. And then uh, Pod versus Everyone on Twitter. Uh, most important thing, though, is the Substack, right, Jeff? Pod, yes. I don't, what is how, what is podcast the name of it again? V, yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's the full spell that. Yeah. Dot substack.com. Yeah, that's where so, you yeah, get the you episodes. Should, as soon as they're and, ready to go, they get sent and, to your email. And someday, someday maybe we'll write things. <laughs> no, you again. Won't. <laughs> or, no, I won't. But maybe you will. You won't, but I probably will at some point. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, do all that. Um, send us an email if you want. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I I don't think anyone did this week. Um, maybe you can tell us the the total history of the ranked matchups of WSU and Oregon State. Both yeah. teams are ranked. Someone who's Love got to more time it. than you and I. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess. With, with all that, I'll just say go fucking coots. Go fucking coots, Craig. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. You can still get vaccinated. You still can. And vaccinate your dogs, of course. And find a union. Or support one. Support one. <laughs>